What is up, people? It's Dave Duncan back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Maryland Rockers Clutch. The band's new album, Sunrise on Slaughter Beach, released on September 16th via Weathermaker. Um, that's a great name for an album as well. I love yeah. album title. Um, album number 13 from Clutch, um, which follows up the band's 2018 album, Bad uh, Book of Bad Decisions. Um, yeah, actually, see, when I, when I looked at that and I read that, I was like, huh. Well, I had a look at their back catalogue and I was like, I can't believe Earthrocker was 2013. I, I, I was honestly yeah. in my head it was in the last five, six years. That no, 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 no. It's, it's it, like, it is fucking bizarre yep. how much time has gone, like... Like to put people into the picture, I'm I'm like a kind of longer term clutch fan between the two of us. Yeah, uh, I think you got into them about Strange Cousins from the West, uh, which is fuck knows how long ago that is. Then. <laughs> that must be like 2011 or something. I should yeah. always fact check these things. While I'm <laughs> yeah. to you. Uh, 2009. Um, I was thinking 2009. Yeah. 2009, right? Um, so like, but I've been listening to for a little while. Not like I'm not like blast tyrant era um i you know I, I maybe maybe mm, i was gonna say for no I've, I've only been then i think potentially then maybe blast tyrant was the first album i heard no. and the only reason i know of them once again like completely show my ignorance the only reason i know about them is that they were featured a lot on viva la bam Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. MTV show because like Bam Margera, uh, his brother is a drummer in CKY, and CKY were touring buddies with Clutch. So they used to play Clutch songs all the fucking time on that show. I would always be like, I need to Shazam this because I don't have a fucking clue who this is. Um, and I got into them pretty heavy then. Clutch are maybe, without like a, a word of a lie, maybe one of the consistent bands ever. Mm. Like, I genuinely think Clutch do not have a bad album, like at yeah. all. Over 13 albums. I think they have a handful of exceptional albums, mm. but even at their worst, even at like a Clutch kind of paint by numbers run in the middle album, it's still a great album. So yeah. I think yeah, I, I think that's I think that's where they are such a they're the, the kind of classic rock band of this generation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, you fundamentally you know what all the parts are. You kind of even know what you're going to get before you hit play. Like, yeah. like, like you, you I know what I mean, yeah. And to be honest with you, like you still hit play, <laughs> like because you, you still want to hear it. Like it's difficult not to, to smile and headbang yeah. while listening to a clutch album. And that's True. like I say, that's that's a quality that very fucking few bands have. That you know, just on pure grace and goodwill, you will you will you will listen to a clutch album when it comes out. Hmm. Even if you're not expecting to hear something that reinvents the musical wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, drummer uh, Jean-Paul Gaster initially thought album 13 would be an opposite reaction to the polarisation and uncertainty of the pandemic years. Ooh. Perhaps something more unbeat in the vein of Earth Rocker. Mm. The more the songs took shape, the less I saw that kind of album. Something different took shape. The record we ended up with is, in some ways, the most different record we've made in a long time. 
It's a new chapter in ever-unfolding story, which means as much to the fans as it does to the band. Vocalist Neil Fallon likens Clutch's longevity to the story of the three little pigs. You can quickly build a house with sticks, but it falls apart. It takes a lot longer to build it out of stone. I feel like that's what we've done. This has been a marathon. It took a long time to build, but it's going to be here for a long time. The album was recorded at the Magpie Cage Recording Studio in Baltimore, Maryland and produced by Tom Dalgetty, who has worked with Ghost a couple of times in the past, as well as Ramstein, Opeth, uh, Royal Blood, to name a few. So, uh, yeah, as we mentioned, we, you know, we've been, been converted to the, the Church of Clutch um, yes. for, a, for a while, seen them live, um, and as you say, a very dependable band. You know what you're getting with Clutch. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is, but some sometimes that that can kind of kind of dampen my excitement a little bit, like because I'm kind of like, well, I kind of know what I'm going to get here. It's going to be a clutch. It's not a first, yeah, not always a first day listen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and I think I think whilst there is a good amount of songs on this album that kind of tick that classic clutch sound box. Um, it is also an album that hears them kind of experiment um, a bit with more kind of instrumentation and tone. Um, like it, I mean, it like it kicks off in classic clutch fashion. You know, I mean, you've got red red alert, boss metal zone, <laughs> awesome dog title. Um, and that if I was listening, I was like, this could easily be like psychic warfare type era clutch. Like it's got yeah. that like kind of fuzz driven energy, similar to like X ray visions. Yeah. Um, very feel good. It, it does the job. Like in getting classic you, clutch single. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and clutch. Then you know they do what they do by giving you tracks that kind of that, that vary between that kind of up tempo, like kind of punk rock feel, and then they've got the kind of more slowed down kind of southern groove feel as well. And that the title track, the second track, is is a great follow up. Like again, massively hooky chorus, um, and it's got some really cool like uh, like female backing vocals on it as well. It gives Which it a bit are more through this album in yeah. certain places. I think it is hundred percent. It's like almost like gospel choir yeah. backing vocals, yep. and it suits their music. But it's something like that they went through that time period of a couple of albums where they had uh, an organ player in the band. Yeah, and. A, a, don't know the ins and outs. Apparently, it wasn't an acrimonious decision right. pushed forward by the label, who yeah. he had a huge battle with to get out of their contract with, and only recently managed to release those albums from there <laughs> and set up their own record label, Weathermaker. Yeah. Um, but like they, like they, I, they, they haven't like when they tour, they don't have that guy playing, um, <laughs> and it's not on a backing track either. No. So it's always as if they're like, yeah, well, fuck it. But it fit their music. Yeah, so yeah. much so that the gospel, the gospel choir backing vocals also really fit this music. It does, it does, yeah. But obviously, being a kind of southern band, it just kind of fits with that whole sound. Um, and then you hear it again, as you said, like you get it on uh, Nosferatu, Madre, and, and Mercy Brown as well, mm-hmm. more backing vocals, which is really cool. Uh, and I, I really, I always enjoy the way Clutch kind of string an album together. Um, you know, the back and forth between the tempos. Uh, and I feel like they push that even more on this release. Um, there are some tracks that kind of steer more into a slower, more kind of ethereal kind of territory. Like Mercy Brown, for example, like there's there's lots of layers going on in that track. It feels quite um, grandiose, you know what I mean? Like, um, and I don't know, I don't know if this is a bit of a, a coincidence that they're working with um, Tom Dalgetty on the album, but there was a little sprinkling of a kind of like ghost-like kind of 
grandeur on that track like which there's a little bit of keys on it so it maybe comes a bit from that but i was just like oh that's kind of interesting that that guy is producing and he's yeah. done ghost before but um not the only kind of like surprise of the album um we've got some uh, vibraphone from uh, gaster at the start of uh, three golden horns and then they use a, a theremin which is yeah. uh, played by a guy called jay robbins um and it's like if you've never heard that before it's one of these electronic instruments that's played without touching it so it's like you kind of wave your hand and it creates the sound and the pitch yeah if you've um, ever watched a 50s sci-fi movie exactly you're like, yeah. Ooh, yeah that's it yeah doctor <laughs> yeah. who like the doctor who theme song was done on a theremin so there yeah. you go um yeah and i mean it, it's it's not like an overbearing sound they have on the album you know it doesn't change the sound massively but it's enough that it kind of catches your ear and you're like all right okay that's you know it's giving it a little bit of a different spin uh, you'll hear it on um, Skeleton on Mars, which yeah. has got a more kind of retro feel to it anyway. You know, it's, it's quite reverb kind of laden. Um, and the, that track it gives the album a bit more of an injection of kind of atmosphere. Um, and I'd say that that's one thing about this album is it does feel heavier in atmosphere than normal. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It's, this may not be like their catchiest album they've ever done, mm-hmm. um, but it feels like an album that has a lot more kind of like breathable moments. Um, in between the, the, the kind of like fuzz rock kind of grooves that you'd expect from Clutch. Yeah. Um, it's also one of the, the shortest Clutch albums to this date. This is a, like a big, big plus for me. Because yeah. the last couple albums have, like especially A Book of Bad Decisions, is too long an album. Um, yeah, I'd It agree. loses my interest pretty quick. Yeah, and that... I kind of feel like as well, the, they managed to take you on the same sort of musical journey as they would on a 50 minute album and a 33 minute album and I'm like yeah. come on guys what I know. are we doing here <laughs> yeah they're, they're not afraid to do like an hour plus album like they've done oh, it yeah. done it in the past um, and so to hear them like fire at an album at 30 odd minutes it's like oh this is a little bit different mm-hmm. um, and it's it's one of those albums it's it's really easy to stick on again because it's only like 30 odd minutes um, but I kind of feel like they could have maybe squeezed in another track like if I'm honest I think mm-hmm. Um, Jack Hammer, Our Names um, is a kind of decent finish to the album but I kind of felt like I, I wanted a kind of heavier clutch anthem to kind of take it home, like I was like I just feel like it's, the album was lacking that final punch just to kind of bring it to a close mm. um, so it's maybe slightly too short for me actually for a clutch album but um, I can see the, the kind of appeal of you know the repeat listens will be really easy because of that kind of 30 odd minute runtime. Um, I, I actually really like the experimentation on this album, um, I think it feels a little bit more kind of trippy, almost kind of psychedelic at times. But as I said, it gives you the kind of breathable moments. Um, and there's a little bit more kind of contrast on the album, uh, but it still feels quintessentially clutch at the same mm. time. Um, same with the production. It's, it's nice and it's analog sounding, very organic and natural, which is exactly what you want from from a clutch album. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I, like, I hadn't really paid attention to much of the singles and stuff beforehand i was just like i'll listen to it you know when it comes in or if it doesn't i'll listen to it when it comes out um uh, but actually quite surprised by how much i kind of enjoyed this one yeah uh what about yourself what do you think uh yeah i really like this i think yeah. um i mean clutch had me in right they, like i've said before i don't think they've done anything bad and i had been paying attention to the singles so right. okay i i was i was kind of excited because the three singles that they had released up until uh, the album coming out were all quintessential Clutch, but it was like different eras of Clutch. Right. And this album feels like 
almost a weird connection to a lot of stuff that they've mm. done before right. and kind of brought it in. So in a lot of ways, it's it's kind of it's not it ties up a lot of things really, right. really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. So like to, to me now, if you were wanting to try and get in the clutch. I, I in the past would have been like that Blast Tyrants the album yeah. to go to because it's yeah. the one that kind of captures the raw sound that they had up to that point but inputs all that kind of commercialism that you're going to get from that point and I'd actually probably go here now like, in terms of a, a great starting point because you get all those elements um, whether it's an Earth Rocker, Psychic Warfare of the Book of Back Decisions and Strange Cousins from the West being that kind of that kind of later day clutch. Mm-hmm. There's elements here that certainly hit like from um, a like from, from that era of Blast Iron um, from Beale Street to Oblivion, you know that kind of era as well. And then you get the stuff that goes way back and way 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 back machine in there as well. You get those little hints, and I think that's that's commendable because they managed to pull all that together in under 35 minutes mm, yeah. which like I said before makes me smile I Clutch are one of the very few bands that I break my rule on about full album listens um, Clutch are a band that I could, you know, I could just cherry pick songs from all different albums yeah. and just have a Clutch day and I'd be fucking over the moon with it um, and like weirdly like listening to this album I went through it three times um, and by the end of the third listen I was kind of similar to what you were saying I was kind of at that stage where I was like that oh yeah this is an album this mm. is an album listen this is like yeah. front to back listen because yep. of the movements in place and I mm. think that's a testament to one their good songwriting two their experimentation but I think three and more importantly is the attention that they've put into the pacing and placement of the songs mm-hmm. so this like has that every time you get a banger you're gonna we're gonna settle down we're gonna yep. explore things 100%, out yeah. Neil Fallon is one of the one of the great lyricists of our time um, I think he, his ability to play with words in a very interesting at times comical way but paint pictures is you know like incredible he's got a really really good grasp of of kind of lyrical structure and, and kind of phraseology that I fucking love. Uh, anytime he's speaking, it, it really does it. And it kind of what the gospel backing vocals work for me because Neil Fallon, even when you see him on stage, he has this kind of evangelical preacher sort of thing. It's mm. waving the finger at the crowd, it's mm. getting them in, it draws them in. That's his persona. Yeah. Um, so that all works to me with the kind of southern bluesy rocky stuff in the background. Of course you're going to have that. And of course it's going to work. And I'm thinking to myself, why is it taking 13 albums to bring that in? That to me feels like a no-brainer way back in the day. Um, so those elements hit as well. I love the movements. Like you, It's easy to overlook other people in this band. It's very easy to overlook the guitar. Um, I think that's at your your own peril. Um mm. Like Clutch have a very signature sound. It's bluesy and it's rocky. Yeah. But like you mentioned before, like in this album particularly, it's got a kind of seventies kind of ethereal thing mm. going on here. It's still got those punk chops. I've never yep. really lost that, and I kind of love that that kind of aging punk rocker sort of thing that they mm. bring to the the table is awesome. And then the drums, I fucking love Clutch drumming. Yeah. Uh, I think John Paul is that is is John Paul, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is just. And you see him live and he's just, he's always fucking in. He tunes everything now and just an old school player. He just had like, and it fits the band. That's what I mean about them being, they are a a weirdly reliant 
banned. Like you can yeah. always rely on Clutch doing something that, even at the, the at the bare minimum, is going to be something you can listen to yeah. and enjoy. Like yeah. you might not love it, but you're going to enjoy it. And I think what they've done here is actually pieced together a great example of of pulling all, all those different threads together, combining them at, at an album, and at the same time this far into their career still being a little bit experimental those mm-hmm. choices particularly the theremin works in, it shouldn't work as well but it yeah. really works on that track um i like just on a flip side to you i actually really enjoyed jack hammer our names as a closer i thought it kind of brought things in in a nice way mm. and i kind of want this I, I i was over the moon when i saw the run length in this album because <laughs> I, I wanted i wanted something that was like no frills back to basics you know just punch punch clutch and that's what you get here the albums have sadly got longer and longer as time has went on mm. i don't necessarily think like blast iron is not a short album but that that album has so many quirks and so many sins and so much things going on and so much energy you kind of lose your place um in terms of track track the time the last couple of albums like those clutch songs those clutch anthems have almost kind of felt like too few and far between amongst tracks that spend a lot of time building and you know building like an image or painting a picture. So I loved how that had been stripped out. Yeah. Um and you know, we have this very right to the point album. But like like we mentioned, doesn't mean that you can't do all the experimentation they do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I think this is like th- this is the sort of album, Clutch is the sort of band you can't see welcome return to form. That form is never really yeah. gone. True. Um, I think it's just it, this to me feels more focused mm-hmm. kind of feels like the bands went in with a mission and that mission is to do something short sharp but allow them the chance to to kind of really settle into a sound that isn't the most remarkable sound in the world but you know a clutch song when you hear it yeah. so that's the, that's the difference is you know what I mean like I, I can hear bands that want to sound like clutch mm-hmm. you can hear a clutch sound when you hear it but clutch are in a genre which is a very recognisable genre. So it's like they've carved their own way out. They continue to do it. Thirteen albums and show no signs of lethargy at all, mm-hmm. um, and are just as interesting now as I think they've ever been. So yeah. uh, to me, this is the best thing they've done in a while. Um, I'm, I mean, this might be the best thing they've done since uh, since Rocker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Psychic Warfare is, like, is, a, is, is an okay album. Um, Still isn't at their dizzying highs for me, but um, it's great to see them. It's great to see them back. It's great to see them doing what Clutch do. And I look forward um, to to checking them out live somewhere down the road again. They are incredible live. Like, they are just, like, flawlessly incredible live. So, um, and if this gets them back out there, um, yeah. If you're a Clutch fan, we don't need to sell you on this. And if you've been wanting to try and get the Clutch for a while... This is the perfect album to get in. Mm. Like, definitely on the ground floor. You get in on this one? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, interesting you mentioned that, because I, I had noted that there was a more kind of 70s vibe going on here, which is not always present on, mm-hmm. on some of the other stuff. But then you mentioned that they're working with the producer of Ghost, a guy who's kind of specialised in giving that band a very authentic 70s sound. So, yep. she wonder. Yep. If working there has given them... Mm. or if they've sought him out because of yeah maybe yeah so, maybe. excellent though 
Nice. Uh, so ratings for the new Clutch album. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I think um, it's maybe not their, their catchiest overall, um, but I think the experimentation they've brought to the album definitely makes it um, they're more, a more interesting album from Clutch than we've heard in a while. Um, I think I think these tracks, although these experimental tracks worked well on this album, I think they're going to work really well live as well. I think it'll be a, a really nice kind of breather in, betwi- in between the kind of the big kind of heavier, kind of faster tracks. Um, I think it'll definitely work. Um, I think I think this album needed one more banger for me. I think just, it was lacking that just extra last kind of blast from them. But it's a, it's a very small criticism for me. Um, I still really enjoyed it. Um, I'd agree with you. I think it's probably one of their better albums in the in the last kind of last 10 years or so mm. um, I'd probably give this a 4 out of 5 I think I'll go for this one uh, what about yourself? I'm right there with you this is a 4 for me I think this is like yeah don't sleep on it it's very easy to sleep on it because like I said before Clutch are not a first day listen Clutch are a yeah it's, it's going to be good so yeah. I can listen to it I'll listen to it when there isn't 17 albums to listen to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah don't don't sleep on this one I think it. I think the reward value is very much at the forefront here yeah. And um, it's great to hear them back doing what they do. Uh, I, like we will weirdly be ten years from now, being surprised that this album is ten years old. Yeah, and it's just like you just you take these things for granted, so it's nuts. Yep. Uh, Clutch Sunrise on Slaughter Beach out September sixteenth on Weathermaker. Uh, links below to the band and to the pre-order for the album. Uh, let us know what you think. Check out some of the singles. Check out the album. Stick some comments in below once you've heard it. Happy to hear your thoughts on it. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.